1: the New Gold, Inc., 3rd Quarter 2021 Earnings Call, and Webcast Conference Call. At this time, all lines are in listen-only mode. Following the presentation, we will conduct a question-and-answer session. If at any time during this call you require immediate assistance, please press star 0 for the operator. This call is being recorded on Friday, November 12, 2021. And I would now like to turn the conference over to Mr and Kick Shaw, Vice President, Strategy and Business Development. Please go ahead.
0: Great. Thank you, Operator, and good morning, everyone. We appreciate you joining us today for New Gold's third quarter 2021 earnings conference call and webcast. On the line today, we have Renaud Adams, President and CEO, and Rob Jose, CFO. Should you wish to follow along with the webcast, please sign in from our homepage at newgold.com. Before the team begins the presentation, I'd like to direct your attention to our cautionary language um, related to forward-looking statements found on slides two and three of the presentation. Today's commentary includes forward-looking statements relating to New Gold. In this respect, we refer you to our detailed cautionary note regarding forward-looking statements in the presentation. We caution that actual results in future events could differ materially from those expressed or implied in forward-looking statements. Slides two and three provide additional information and should be reviewed. We also refer you to the section entitled Risk Factors in New latest MD&A and other filings available on SEDAR, which set out certain material factors that could cause actual results to differ. In addition, at the conclusion of the presentation, there are a number of endnotes that provide important information and should be reviewed in conjunction with the material presented. I'll now turn
2: the call over to Rob. Thanks Ankit Then, good morning. Um, slide 5 uh, provides our operating highlights for Q3. Uh, the details on that slide are consistent with our October production press release. Um, during Q3, the company produced approximately 105,600 gold uh, equivalent ounces. This amount consisted of 15.6 million pounds of copper and 58,600 gold ounces from Rainy River and approximately 13,600 gold ounces from New Afton, total gold ounces of uh, approximately 72,000 ounces. The lower equivalent gold production as compared to the prior year quarter is primarily due to the lower tons processed at Rainy River and New Afton. The operating expense per equivalent ounce was higher than the prior year quarter due to the strengthening Canadian dollar and the uh, Canadian wage subsidy received in the prior quarter. Consolidated all in sustaining costs for the quarter were 14, uh, $1,408 per club ounce, higher than the prior quarter, primarily due to the higher operating expense, as previously noted, partially offset by lower uh, sustaining capital. T- turning to uh, slide six for financial results. Uh, third quarter revenue was approximately $180 million, uh, driven by sales of 66,982 gold ounces at an average realized price of $1,788 per ounce, and sales of 14 million pounds of copper at $4.28 per pound. Uh, the Q3 revenue was 4% higher than the prior year quarter, primarily due to uh, higher metal prices. Operating cash flow before working capital adjustments was $81 million. Or 12 cents per share for the quarter in line with the prior year quarter. The company recorded a net loss of 11.3 million or 2 cents per share during Q3 compared to earnings of 2 cents per share in Q3 of the prior year. After adjusting for certain charges, net earnings were 23.4 million or 3 cents per share in Q3 compared to net earnings of 12.4 million or 2 cents per share in the third quarter of 2020. This difference is driven uh, by higher metal prices and, and lower finance costs. Our Q3 adjusted earnings includes adjustments related to unrealized adjustments on our Rainy River uh, stream mark to market and our free cash flow royalty at New Afton. Our MDNA provides additional details on the non-GAAP measures uh, discussed, uh, discussed in this presentation. Um, with, with regards to capital expenditures, our total CapEx for the quarter was 58 million. 34.9 was spent on sustaining capital and 23.1 on growth capital. Sustaining, sustaining spend was primarily related to planned tailings work at both operating assets and B3 mine development at New Afton. Growth capital was focused on project development specifically the C-Zone, and the Thicken and Amended Tailings Project at New Afton, and the Underground Intrepid Zone at Rainy River. Uh, Slide 7 provides uh, our capital structure. uh, Cash on hand as at September 30th, 2021 was $151 million, and liquidity at the end of the quarter was $477 million. With that, I'll uh, turn the call
3: over to Rene. Thank you. Thanks, Rob, and uh, thank you everyone for joining us today. So, so first, let me start by saying that I, I had the chance recently to spend uh, quality time at both assets, and I really continue to be amazed by the tremendous level of hard work and commitment of our employees and contractors as we continue to build our company on a solid foundations and core values. In terms of our third quarter, on a consolidated basis, I believe that we responded very well to the challenges experienced in the third quarter positioning us to meet our updated guidance. I'm really pleased with the global reductions of our all-in sustaining costs of over 9% compared to the first half of the year, with Rainy improving by almost 16%. And I really want to thank everyone at UGO for their continued effort. At Rainy, I'm on slide 10. Another quarter of nearly 150,000 tons per day mine, uh, in line with our objective to achieve approximately 151,000 tons per day for the year. The mine has now averaged 150,000 tons per day for over a year and is now well set for further uh, optimization as we progress towards 2022. It is now about redirecting our efforts in 2022 from ramping up in stabilization to continue to deliver volume, but in a more optimized way, unlocking further opportunities for cost reductions, improved OEEs, all linked to our mobile maintenance capital program. As originally planned, the mine executed on a much lower strip ratio of 1.83 to 1 in the quarter. In line with our objective to average approximately 2.7 to 1 for the year. So, accordingly, we expect to, uh, <clears throat> to remain at the low strip ratio in the fourth quarter. The highlight of the quarter at Rainy was sure around the negative grade reconciliation in the East Slope part of the pit, forcing a revised production guidance but September responded very well to our short-term adjusted uh, grade approach for the zone, and our overall production was, uh, for the quarter was in line with our revised plans. With a much lower contribution from the East Low plan for the fourth quarter, we expect an increased grade in the, quarter, in the fourth quarter over the 0.89 grams a ton achieved in Q3, which was already approximately 10% uh, higher than the first half of the year. In terms of grade control, we continue to see inline reconciliations for zones outside of the East Low area, reconfirming our confidence when looking at our future production profile. A second RC drill arrived on site and more drilling is taking place to continue to assess the East Low area and prep for 2022 production plan. The mill averaged 25,245 tons per day, lower the same period of last year of 27,000 tons per day, mostly due to extended maintenance in the crushing area. But looking forward, I'm very confident that the mill will return to its permitted capacity of 27,000 tons a day. But also, I'm looking forward to seeing potentially improved recovery as we continue to optimize the grinding gravity and back-end circuits. With completion of all deferred construction work in 2020, 2020 the mine achieved a reduction of sustaining capital in Q3 compared to the same period of 2020, contributing to lower all-in sustaining costs of $13.7 per gold equivalent versus the 14.69 achieved for the same period of 2020, but also a reduction of nearly 60%, 16% compared to the first half of the year. So we remain on track to meet our updated production and cost guidance. The underground development of the entropy zone continues during the quarter with the objective to initiate long haul stoping mining in, uh, in late 2020 once the first long haul panel is fully developed in, in waste and ore. We also continue to advance our optimized underground mine plan study that will potentially include, include additional conversion of underground mineral resources into mineral reserve, all located directly below the pit. The, the results of, uh, of the study are expected to be uh, released in the first quarter of 2022, along with our year-end mineral reserve and mineral resources update. At New Afton, I'm on slide 12, as a result of the delay in the receiving the B3 permit in 2021, the contribution of Tons Mine from B3 Zone was lower than originally planned, resulting in a lower Tons Mine compared to the same period of 2020. Other contributors to, uh, to lower Tons Mine included the limited mining capacity on the recovery level as the mucking uh, activities continue in the remote mode following the event of last February. As we complete 2021 and entered in 2022, our focus remains on, first, safe and efficient ramp-up of the B3 zone. This is uh, this is really important to us, as it will be the main contributors of 2022. A safe mining of the recovery level reserve prior transitioning to the input uh, tailings plan for 2022, so we don't leave anything behind us and of course the safe and efficient exhaustions of the East Cave area. The overall grade for the quarter were comparable to the same period of 2020, as the grade mine from the East Cave continued to perform super well in the quarter. The middle uh, recoveries at the mill were also comparable, just slightly better for gold, to the same period of 2020, despite despite an increased supergene ore volume mill. The average of nearly 13,000 tons per day uh, mill was lower the the same period of last year, but in line with our mining rates in the quarter in our plan to optimize metal recovery while processing higher volume of Supergene ore. So overall, we remain on track to meet our goal equivalent production guidance with an all-in sustaining cost expected to be in the higher range, on the higher uh, end of the guided range. Our seasonal underground development advanced by nearly 800 meters in the first quarter, and the and amended tailings facility was nearly commissioning at the quarter end. In terms of exploration, we had six more holes totaling nearly 3,900 meters that were completed in the quarter in the Cherry Creek uh, trend to explore for deep porphyry style system. The drilling program is expected to be completed by the end of the fourth quarter. Following the very encouraging and exciting result of our underground drilling program testing artificial intelligence targets, more drilling were added and should also be completed by year end. So really looking forward to our next exploration update to market in the first quarter of 2022. This will complete the uh, presentation portion of the call, so I would now uh, hand it back to operator for the Q&A portion of the call. Operator?
1: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer session. Should you have a question, please press the star followed by the one on your touchtone phone. You will then hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request and your questions will be pulled in the order that they are received. Should you wish to decline from the polling process, please press the star followed by the two. And if you are using a microphone, phone, please lift the handset before pressing any keys. One moment, please, for your first question. Your first question comes from Anita Sony from CIBC World Markets.
4: Please go ahead. miss Anita Soni. hi uh
5: good morning. sorry I didn't uh, hear you I was switching from the webcast to the, the phone. There was some delay in styling in. um I was just wondering in the um uh, uh, rainy river um did you give us any kind could you give us an update and some color on uh the amount of east lobe material that you expect to see next year uh and perhaps into twenty twenty three if there is any
3: what I can say at this stage, uh, Anita, as you would, uh, you would appreciate that we continue, you know, to uh, to assess and uh, and optimize our plan. But if you uh, if you refer to the 43101, uh, and quite frankly, the plan remains like somewhat pretty similar. You have about 25% of the uh, the ore mine for 22 and 23 completion in the second half, the 23 of the east load uh, area. So as we advance and complete, uh, we'll, uh, uh, yeah. so we'll obviously in our guidance uh, early in 2022, we'll update uh, all, our, uh, all our plans. But uh, this is this is what you could see so far as per the 4310.
5: All right, then secondly, could you comment on the inflationary pressures uh, that you guys are, if, if any, that you're seeing and, and just give us some color on the magnitude? Um, just overall and then where are where are the sources of that in terms of labor? Uh, yeah, consumables, yeah.
2: Sure. there's no material inflationary pressures. Uh uh we uh, any sort of major capital items and, and components and, and related to steel, etc. uh were, were ordered and, and received uh pre this this inflationary period, if you will. Um Ultimately, I think our, our inflationary pressures come down to access to, uh, you know, maybe contractors, et cetera. And, and labor is, is within line, uh, you know, that 2 to 3% that we're seeing. So um, as it stands right now, we're not seeing any
6: material uh, impacts on our business related to inflation.
5: Thank you. I'll pass it over to someone else.
4: Thanks. Your next question comes from Josh Josh Wilson from RBC. Please go ahead. Hey, Josh, you might be on mute. Sorry
5: about that. Uh, for the upcoming optimized mine plane at, uh, at Rainy River, you mentioned looking at, uh, at opportunities for upside for resource conversion. You know, is there any changes in sequencing that we should you know, potentially expect? or Is there any ability to maybe incorporate some upside um, you know, more near term rather than mine life extension?
3: Uh, the the purpose of the study really is to create some sort of uh, uh, standalone underground uh, mining. Uh, Josh, as we uh, as we complete the stockpile that is currently 2028, so it's really a continuity because if you look at the current plan in the 43101, we already um, we had already incorporated the top part of the center zone below the pit and the 42101 together with the stockpile so really the study is a kind of a continuity of the mining standalone <laughs> with a continuity you know and just keep mining uh, deeper in the central zone and all the uh, the entropy as uh, as already in the, in the reserve so uh, it's not so much about uh, as you say unfortunately you know in corporations at the early stage more than creating uh, Uh, an extended life of mine beyond 2028. There will be some uh, here and there opportunity, but the main purpose of the study is an extension of life of mine beyond
5: 2028. And when the initial e-slope issues had come out, there was some discussion maybe of looking at mining some of that material underground. Um, Is that something which could still make sense or, or that could be incorporated in this plan, or is that not a
3: priority right now? It's not a priority right now. There is not much of the e slope in the open pit to complete in 22-23. I think we uh, were as I said previously, we're continue to refine and optimize our plan as we advance towards twenty two but uh, but at this stage, I think it's fair to say that uh, it still makes more sense to to catch it uh, open pit and carry our on the ground plan as uh, previously planned. Good.
5: And when uh, last question, when, when you're looking at um, you know year-end reserves, rainy. Um, you know first off, I guess what sort of price assumptions are you are you expecting to incorporate, uh, and then how how should we think about the impact of of, uh, of East Slope as well as maybe some exploration efforts that have materialized this past year.
3: The, uh, we're looking at uh, use of uh, $1,400 for our reserve uh, exercise at the year end, and uh, the uh, exploration at Rainy is still uh, somewhat, you know, at the early stage, so uh, not uh, not expect expecting an impact from the. Uh, from the uh, from the exploration program of 21, but uh, as we continue in 22 and 23 and so forth, uh, we'll see and continue to hope you know for additional resources out of our exploration program. But uh, this this will not be the case for 21. Good,
5: and then and then to understand the impact for for uh, for East lobe is it fair to assume you know some loss of ounces uh, you know just from from that and depletion?
3: Uh, very uh, honestly, uh, Josh, I mean, this is exactly the assessment that is taking place. Uh, no, we're not. We're decoupling completely. First of all, we're decoupling completely the open pit from the underground. It's a different, complete uh, mining, as you know, and approach. and uh, and in the mining, uh, mining uh, the, uh, the, the, the the systems, rather than uh, on the volume and uh, and uh, and bulk. Uh, so it's a complete difference. So we're not mixing both here. And uh, and for the remaining uh, ounces of uh, e-slope, that's exactly the assessment we're doing with uh, more drilling and RC and so forth. And uh, we'll be prepping, you know, for our uh, 2022 uh, guidance. But uh, don't have all those answers as we.
5: Okay, those are all my questions. Thank you. Thanks.
1: Thank you. Your next question is from Dalton Barreto from Canaccord. Please go ahead.
4: Sorry, I think I was on mute again. Can you hear me? (laughs) <laughs>
2: it seems it to be a theme on this call <laughs> um good morning thank you uh, for taking my question Renault, my my question is also on the east slope. uh i want to ask do you understand exactly why you have a great reconciliation issue at this point
6: in time
3: well the only thing i can say is uh you know for the benches you know that took place uh, the mining that took place on benches in the q3 uh, i think I think it's fair to say you know that you're you're never exactly the right on the model reconciliation day to day every hours, but I think it's fair also to say that unfortunately for the q three period, the benches that took place unfortunately, the reconciliation compared to the resource models was showing less tons and ounces. Now, why is it like this? Is it just like a localized type of uh, systems? You know, it sometimes uh, happened. you know, <clears throat> in some areas for a period of time and then it switches. So globally, we've been doing extremely well over the last three years. Uh, all the other areas on a global basis continue to perform very well with the model, but with nearly uh, if you look at our Q3, uh, a big portion of the Q3 was really focused on mining in that specific area. So when you uh, when you experience uh, a negative reconciliation and most of your mine plan is from one specific area, it does highlight as uh, as as a big variance, of course. Uh, if it would be uh, more distributed over and uh, you know the year, you will have you know like uh, more flexibilities and so forth. So. Uh, we really need to complete all this RC drilling to look at this on a global basis because there is nothing telling us you know that things you know cannot even shift it, you know like as you go so uh i've seen uh, i've seen those localized situation in my career and uh sometimes it's very localized over a few benches sometimes a little more but i think our model has uh has responded very well globally but unfortunately, that very far east area has, uh, has just not responded well, you know, in terms of tons and grade, uh, there is nothing really specific more to say. Uh, we just need to, at this stage, to uh, continue to drill underneath and assess the remaining ounces and see how does that compare with the model. But uh, you know it's, it's a one resource model apply you know to. Uh, to across you know, the deposit, and sometimes, you know, you have uh, positive, sometimes negative. But if you follow your effort on as one area on the Q- as we experienced in Q3, unfortunately, the, the variance, you know, hit us stronger. But let's see, uh, let's see with the completion of the RC, and uh, I'll definitely be in a better position as we complete the year and enter 22 to to have uh, all the specifics to that question.
5: Okay, thanks for that. And then maybe as a bigger picture question, you know, I wanted to ask you about M&A, pretty topical in the gold
2: space right now. Um, On the A side, on the acquisition side, um, are you seeing anything in the vicinity of Rainy River that could, you know, potentially complement the underground once the open pit's done? And then part B on the M, the merger side, if you were to consider a merger of equals, uh, what would you look for in a partner? Thank you.
3: Oh, thanks for that very specific question <laughs> on a Friday morning. I can answer the first one. I think uh, I think the first one, you know, when it comes to the vicinity, this is an exercise that it's a continuous, you know, like exercise for us to draw a radius, you know, uh, around our operations and always look for opportunities, you know, for resources that could eventually be. Unfortunately, at Rainy, I would qualify like a uh, Somewhat, you know, like uh, not really advanced uh, uh, volume uh, ounces type of uh, stories. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's still more within our land package that we see uh, the uh, best opportunity. Uh, New Afton is a bit of a different situation. You know, considering the uh, very prolific uh, areas and uh, multiple opportunities and resources around the. Uh, Around the assets, but uh, rainy. And uh, <clears throat> I would, uh, I would, uh, I would keep my uh, comments for myself when it comes to uh, more specific merger. I mean, you understand that as we advance, our focus now is ready to deliver on our plan. We we see our cash balance that would continue to uh, improve over the uh, over the years. Uh, we have the streams, and so I think we are extremely well equipped to. Uh, to provide eventually as we advance, you know, as some gross opportunity to our shareholders, but I would, uh, I would not go any further than that, but thanks for asking. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All the best. Thanks.
1: Thank you. Your next question comes from Mike Jolinen from Bank of Montreal, please go ahead.
6: Bank of Montreal. I don't even bank there, but uh, yeah, still at Bank of America, 32 years. And uh, well, Rob Ankick, thanks for the call. And I'm actually drawn to uh, slide 13, your investment proposition. A couple mm-hmm. of questions there. The uh, I noticed the 25% GOE growth, 2020 versus 22, 26. By my mm-hmm. math, uh, that's about an average of 546, 546,000 ounces for that period. Would, would that also be guidance for 2022?
3: No, no, no. We're we're not referring. I mean, this is the this is really for the period uh, the period you know like going towards 26. If you look at our production profile at rainy, you see a constant grade increase uh, uh, over the period of 20 to 26. So you have the season that is coming at play. So as we advance for let's say this year towards 22, first uh, step of increase at rainy and you continue to increase over the period going towards the 26, and you incorporate the season to this, uh, what we're seeing is a net uh, increase on uh, the 25% plus compared to our current situation. That's, that's the way to look at it.
6: So the lowest year would be 22, the highest would be 26 of that five year period?
3: The 20, uh, the period of 24, uh, 26, uh, specifically 25, 26, very similar, if you will. But
6: yes. Okay. I'm not asking because 22 is in the average, so that's why I was asking.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're very close to uh, to year hand here, so uh, we'll have a very comprehensive uh, guidance, you know. And as we complete the study for underground study for rainy river. Uh, and, uh, and enter the year and complete our year-end reserve, uh, resource, mineral reserve resources update uh, and eventually we'll update as well our forty three one oh one. so we'll re-provide a more specific detailed plan for the remaining of life of mine.
6: Okay maybe going back to Dalton's question if I'm a foreign gold company, foreign gold company looking at slide 13 I'm going all right, Trydium's gone. Oh, look, they're located in Canada 100%. Wow. We should look at New Gold. And so, uh I
3: appreciate your appreciate your comment because we're definitely uh continuing you know, to work hard in positioning this company and uh we definitely see a very interesting profile down the road and uh as we improve the the production, put the capital uh, execution behind us and focus on the harvesting at the season uh this this company has a very interesting profile down the road and uh and the right jurisdiction and as you say, we're becoming more and more a a rare <laughs> commodities well, if you will
6: well definitely all right well, thank you and uh, we at Bank for Montreal. thank you very much, sorry and told. <laughs> <on there. laughs>
3: Congrats for your promotion. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Your last question comes from John Tumalez from John Tumalas' Very Independent Research. Please go ahead.
6: Good morning. How much of the full-year CapEx is uh, the capitalized stripping account in dollars? And could you Talk a little bit about uh, what normal capex might be the next several years, please.
3: I just want to make sure that I got your question right with the uh, the stripping. Sorry, if you could, uh, the first portion of the question. If you How much that.
6: of the capex is the capitalized stripping in dollars?
3: so if uh, if we look at uh, rainy and in, uh, in particular, you have uh, from the sustaining capital of uh, year to date of uh, seventy seven million, uh, about a third of it is around the uh, the capitalized uh, item, uh, I'm just uh, confirming that. Uh, a big portion is obviously the tailing uh, the sustaining tailing construction. And uh and the other part has a lot to do with the uh with the uh, the maintenance, uh the maintenance and mobile uh maintenance and so forth. So as we move forward, uh very important to re highlight here that by the end of twenty three, the biggest part of the stripping will be completed. So that's it. Yeah, it's about 29 million of capital's mining cost so far out of the 77 million for the nine months. And as you advance in time, two things are going to happen. You're going to continue year after year up to 2025 to uh, complete the raise at the tailings every year, like we did this year, 22, 23, and with the last raise in 25. You're stripping exercise and the pit. Will, uh, will be mostly completed at the end of 2023, as highlighted again in our tech report. So that would be a further contributor to quite a, a, a reductions in our sustaining. And uh, as we deplete the pit as well and start operating with less equipment, you will have as well as significant reductions on your mobile maintenance capital program. So <clears throat> we're, We're shooting this year towards like the hundred, the hundred ten million. Next year, we have another phase very similar to this year, has highlighted in our plan. And as you advance 23, 24, you'll start seeing and dropping the the stripping and the maintenance cost and uh, and the tailings drop in 25 at the end of 25. So that that's that's really the big contributor to the cost reductions as well as we increase our production. On a combined basis, it's a significant margin down the road for us. Are there particular
6: thresholds that the investors should look to uh, for new gold to have a dividend? For example, a particular level of debt reduction or the rainy transition to underground when the capital needs will be less?
3: yeah the, to be answered as we advance i mean we've uh, we've received that questions quite a bit uh when you look at our presentation and uh in cash uh building on our cash balance as we advance uh at the uh at the current metal prices you know you you could be in excess of the uh, the one billions of free cash flow generated over the next uh the next twenty two twenty six period uh come you know and as you know we we also have uh the streams and uh, and other and we're cash position so so yes we will be building i think it's important that we keep in mind as well the importance of of the growth component in our company as well so we're not in a position now to uh, answer this with specificity. What's going to exactly happen, and how this uh, cash balance will be used towards like growth, debt repayments, and dividend, and all that. This is all to come for us. The most important now is to deliver on our plan. And uh, and as we advance and build, uh, we'll uh, we'll see strategically how this uh, best use of our for our cash position.
6: Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: There are no further questions at this time. You may please proceed.
4: Great. Thank you so much. And thanks
1: again to everyone for
0: joining us this morning. As always, should you have any additional questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us by phone or email. Have a great weekend.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your conference call for today. We thank you very much for participating and ask that you please disconnect your lines.